Hey there, listener. I have a special treat for you today. I'm going to show you behind the scenes in the boutique workshop. If you've been wondering about becoming a boutique workshop member, I want to give you a little glance as to what we work on every single week. This will give you an idea of how I teach, what you can expect to learn, and how I truly break down every subject we go over into bite-sized actionable steps. This was first recorded live in our weekly training over in the boutique workshop. So sit back and enjoy this little sneak peek behind the scenes of what membership in the boutique workshop looks like for you. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to today's whiteboard session. Um, as you can see, I am doing this whiteboard session via Zoom because I'm going to share my screen with you today as we start talking about how to read financials. This is going to be a really great session for any of you that do or do not have a bookkeeper, do or do not have an accountant. Um, if you don't currently have a bookkeeper and you don't currently get financials, maybe you do have a bookkeeper, but you don't currently get financials, I don't want you to tune out. I really want you to pay attention today and just start to get your, your appetite wet when it comes to reading financials and how important it is as a boutique business owner to understand how to read your financials, what you should be looking for, what they're telling you, and what you should do with the information. So today is just going to be a really high level view of the three parts or the three components to financials. We are in stop five, week 18. Um, if you want to grab your work. This is what it looks like. You can see that I have my workbook printed out. I put it in my binder. I love everything in binders. That way I can add additional sheets or I can take notes. I can add extra paper in there. So I love having a binder. Um, if you hang on just a second, I'm going to pull up Facebook here on my phone and have it sitting in front of me so that if you have um, questions, hey Beth, hello Tori, Shauna, Sarah, hi, hi. All right, um, I don't need to hear myself echo, so we don't need to do that. Okay, I'm going to have this sitting here and see if I can't see questions come in. Of course, if I don't notice them, I'll come back and answer them afterwards. So again, today we're going to be in stop five. We're making our way through the profit roadmap. We have six total stops. We're in stop five starting this month. Q2, April 2022, um, and we're going to be diving into financials this month. And I want to remind you, like I just said, even if you don't have an accountant or bookkeeper, even if you do and you don't get financials, I don't want you tuning this out. This is really, really important. As a business owner, you have to know what's going on in your business and your financials are going to tell you the story of that. So in the financial set, we have three different components. We have the profit and loss statement the balance sheet and the cash flow statement. And we're just gonna have a high level view of that today. So as you guys get your workbooks out, your pen and paper, sticky notes, anywhere that you wanna take notes, um, I'm just gonna make a couple announcements and welcome everyone here. So I know we have a lot of new members here that are joining us with the quick start. And you might be thinking, hey, am I a little early to the quick start? Like what's going on? I didn't know we were talking about financials. Um, so first of all, I just wanna welcome you. If you're brand new here to the boutique workshop, this is a membership for boutique owners just like you. And I'm really excited that you're here. Um, every single week we take a concept and break it down into bite-sized actionable steps. And as a group, we're making our way through the profit roadmap, which is a six-month roadmap progress. It just follows 
from everything that we need to know about really building out a more profitable boutique. And you might be jumping in here with the quick start program, which means we're just going to give you a way to quick start or jumpstart, kind of like those jumper cables, um, jumpstart your battery like get you going, get some life pumping into your boutique business. Um, and you are definitely in the right place. Place So every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Central, I go live here for our, our weekly whiteboard session. Um, and we keep making our way through the profit roadmap. And then starting this week today at 1.30, I'll stop this video and start a new one. So we have two separate recordings. If you want to watch a replay, we'll be jumping into our quick start. And for those of you who have been in the boutique workshop for a while, you can join me. Like, let's do it both together, right? For those of you who are just starting in the quick start, I'm glad you're here. And I hope that you can get what you want to get out of today's whiteboard session. Um, if you are in the quick start program, I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. So if this feels like too much information and you just want to hang out with me during quick start time at 1.30, that's cool too. So we're all about, you know, the pace that you want to learn and making sure that it's bite-sized and actionable. If you feel like you guys get lost, um, reach out, tag one of the other coaches, Beth, um, Coach Emily or Coach Heather, um, tag them, let them know that you need some help maneuvering around. And then one more thing I wanted to announce is just reminding you, if you don't have your ticket for the live event in Nashville, we do have, I think, 25 or 24 tickets left. So that's it. Um, we just are, have 60 seats and we have about 24, 25 tickets left, uh, left last I looked. Um, and then the hotel rooms, um, the discounted hotel rate will expire on April 15th as well. So you want to grab your ticket, see if you can find a roomie, or maybe you um, just book a hotel room for yourself and you make this kind of a retreat. Um, I want to remind you that Nashville magic, um, magic from Las Vegas, the big market that you guys all know um, and love, and maybe have been thinking about going to, or you've been to in the past, they're coming to Nashville. And so our one day workshop is going to be on May 15th. It's an all day Sunday workshop all things inventory and buying. And then on May 16th and 17th, market is open in downtown Nashville. And so that's why we put it side by side. There's absolutely no cost to going to market. Um, you just do have to register for that separately. That's magic um, online, magic Nashville. Um, but we do have some VIP treatment. So I've been working with the magic um, staff and we're going to have an, a tour a VIP tour to kick off on Monday morning for anyone that participated in the boutique workshop live event. So you'll come and you'll learn with me. We're going to learn all things inventory and buying inventory and your customers, how they relate, um, how your customers can or cannot break your inventory, right? How they can um, make or break your goals and your profitability. We're going to be looking at inventory and cash, inventory and profit first, inventory and the tools you can use to get more organized, everything related to inventory and buying. It's going to be an action-packed day, and then we'll make our way over to magic on Monday morning. Okay, let's go ahead and dive in. We're going to be um, talking about financials today. I'm going to share my screen with you because I do want to go over um, what we can expect here in a financial set. Okay, so I just have a test boutique set up here. This is QuickBooks. Um, I just, you know, have a test boutique set up here in QuickBooks that you can, um, you can kind of pay attention to and get an idea for of how your financials might possibly look. So I just have, you know, a dummy account set up and I've made several journal entries and um, have just played around with some different numbers so that I can show you 
financials than a really high level glance. So if you do have QuickBooks on your own and you log in, this is what you're really gonna see. You're gonna see a dashboard that looks like this. There are so many reports in QuickBooks and that's what makes this program so awesome. It's very usable for you as a boutique business owner yourself. Um, and most every single accountant or bookkeeper is trained and uses QuickBooks. So it's kind of a universal program for all businesses. Um, it does work for retail. And so um, I just, as I said, set up this dummy account and we're gonna be looking through it. Um, you can see that there's a lot of reporting that we can pull, uh, find and pull when it comes to our bookkeeping here in QuickBooks, but there's really three different um, pieces of the financial set that make up the foundational pieces to your, um, to your business. And that's the profit and loss, the balance sheet and the cash flow statement. So if you look in your um, workbook, you'll see that under profit and loss or P&L, balance sheet, and then under cash flow, there's some just different lines and some bullet points. I just want you to take notes as to what each of those financial statements is for, what its purpose is, and what you might be able to find on that financial statement. So if you log into QuickBooks, you're going to see, as I mentioned, something like this. You can star your different financials. If you don't do your own bookkeeping, you want to make sure that your bookkeeper or your accountant sends you a set of financials every single month. So I was recently talking to a new boutique client um, who has a bookkeeper. They have an accountant, and which is awesome. They've been, you know, writing all writing everything off as they should be, recording everything as they should be. But their accountant has never sent the financials, and they didn't know that was a thing, right? And so I just said, yes, absolutely. If you have an accountant or bookkeeper, you want them to close out your books close out your financials, which means they reconcile all of your accounts and make sure every sale is, is recorded and every expense is recorded. And then you close the books for a month. You do that monthly. And when they close your books, you want them to be sending you a financial set. This is really important so that you can look at what's going on behind the scenes in your business. Your financials really tell you a story in just a quick five or 10 minute glance if the recording has been done accurately. So our first financial statement is our profit and loss. I'm going to click on this right here um, and I'm going to put some dates in um, just so actually I'll just do this to make it easy and we'll just kind of walk through what you might expect on a profit and loss statement. Okay, so let's actually put in yeah to 21 and let's start this and you can do um, actually let me 2019 run the report. There we go. Okay, so you can see at the top here, you can pull it for a period of time. Now, this is really important. I would make note of this in one of the lines under your profit and loss and under your balance sheet. A profit and loss is always going to be looking in the past, okay? So first line, profit and loss, one of the bullet points is a profit and loss tells you your history, okay? Write that down. It tells you your history. It shows you your history. A profit and loss shows you what you've done in sales, and what you've expensed or what you've paid out, and then ultimately what your net profit or loss is, okay? And so if you follow a profit and loss down from the top to the bottom, you'll notice that it's really, really similar to the profit plan um, template that we've been working through, that Excel template, because that is actually based on a P&L or a profit and loss, so it follows a P&L. So in a profit and loss, we have our sales here up at the top. You can always, um, excuse me, break your sales out or have your accountant do this for you by revenue stream. 
So you can see that I have my online line sales broken out and then I have my product income or I might call that like brick and mortar or if I'm wholesaling, that should be a different line item. But all the sales that I have accumulated in any period of time are gonna be here at the top. Um, another thing to note with a profit and loss is you can pull it for any period of time. So like I mentioned, you want your bookkeeper to be um, closing out your books at the um, month end. Every month they should be closing out your books, reconciling all your accounts and delivering your financials. When they do that, they're gonna deliver a month snapshot. So it's gonna be for the previous month. So it's April 5th right now. And most likely, you know, your bookkeepers and accountants are figuring out how to reconcile your books. They're kind of closing out the month of March, or maybe you do your books and you're closing it out. Once they close that out, they're going to give you the March profit and loss. At the end of the year, they should give you your monthly profit and loss for the previous month, as well as for the total year. So you can see the profit and loss, the profit and or loss in your business for that total year. The nice thing with a PL is you can look at it for any period of time. Okay, I want you to write that in the next line in your workbook. A PL can be pulled for any period of time. And this is really important because it's very different than the balance sheet. And we're going to go over that next. Okay, so we have our sales up here at the top. The next section we're going to have here because we're all retailers is going to be our cost of goods sold. Now, the cost of goods sold is not the cost of the inventory you went out and bought this week or last month, or, you know, if they're giving you a March financial, it's not the cost of the inventory you bought in March. It's the cost of the inventory that's sold. So you can see here that my total income or my total sales for this period of time that I put in for this boutique ABC is $66,886.22. That's my total income for this period of time. The cost of the inventory that left my store in order for me to make that $66,000 and some change was $25,410.61. Really important for you to know that I probably spent hundreds and thousands of dollars on inventory in this last year. But what's showing up here is going to be the inventory that's sold to make those sales. The difference then is going to be our gross profit. That's right here in profit first. We call that our real revenue. And then all of my expenses are going to be here underneath it, showing me what my total net income was. Or if my expenses exceeded my gross profit, it would show me what my total loss was for the year. So that is a profit and loss statement. A profit and loss looks at the past. It can be pulled for any given period of time. A profit and loss shows you your sales. It shows you the cost of those sales, your expenses, and then ultimately your net profit or net loss for that period of time. Okay. The next piece of financial information that we want to be reviewing every single month is our balance sheets. You can see that right here. I've started, put it in my favorites so it's easy to find. So I'm going to pull up my balance sheet. Now, a balance sheet is really interesting because a balance sheet shows you two different things. It's going to show you your assets or what your business is worth, what you own that you could exchange for cash, and it's going to show you your liabilities. Okay, so I want you to write that down. Um, you'll see in your workbook here, um, under balance sheet, there's um, you know one line and then some indented lines here and then another line indented. So I want you to write this top line with this little circle. I want you to write assets. And then here in this line, I want you to write liabilities, okay? And we're gonna put some information under each of those. So a balance sheet is gonna show you your assets and your liabilities. The other important thing to know about a balance sheet 
is a balance sheet shows you in real time where you stand, okay? So where a profit and loss shows you your history, a balance sheet shows you where you stand today, okay? So our assets. Assets are gonna be anything that our business owns that we can turn into cash. This could be cash accounts, checking accounts, savings accounts, um, all of our profit first accounts, those are gonna be assets. It could be equipment, furniture and fixtures. These are all things that we could turn into cash. We could sell, right, if we needed to. Our inventory, so you'll see here that inventory, right down here, inventory is an asset. Website, if I built out a big website, or I have a tech platform that I paid for and that I own, that's an asset. An asset is anything that I can turn into cash. Now, I may not be able to turn it into the cash that I actually paid for it. You know, I might have paid, let's say, $1,500 to have my website created. I go to sell my business and the buyer tells me they'll only give me $700 for my website, right, for the domain name and things like that. Um, or my inventory. I may have bought inventory for $100,000 and I clear some of it out and I go out of business, um, you know, and, you know, or someone comes in and buys my business and they say they'll offer me X, Y, Z. We may not get what that asset is actually worth or what we paid for it. But we do want the value of what we pay for it on the books because this is going to help us with tax, okay? So there's certain assets that you can depreciate out, um, big assets like buildings and vehicles, um, big equipment. And so you want to make sure that any big equipment, any, you know, vehicles that you would purchase like a, a shopping truck, you know, if you have a mobile truck, that's an asset. Don't put those things on your profit and loss statement as an expense. Those big items need to go on your balance sheet because it shows the value of your business. If you go to loan money from the bank, they want to see your profit and loss. They want to see what you've made or lost over the, a period of time. And they want to see your balance sheet. They want to see how many assets you have that you can loan against, right? That they can put liens against if they need to and how many liabilities you have, how much you owe to other people. So it's really, really important that when you have big assets like furniture and fixture, big equipment, all of your inventory, this has to go on your balance sheet and it's not expensed out when you bring it in. Things that are going to be expensed out are going to be your OPEX, your monthly operating expenses, your rent, your utilities, maybe supplies, right? You're not going to sell them for cash, your bags, your hangers, things like that. Um, but mannequins, um, big furniture and fixtures for your store, when you, you know, fit out your store, all those things can be put onto the balance sheet. The second half of the balance sheet is down here. This is our liabilities. So liability is going to be anything that the business owes. Okay. So all of your credit cards are going to show up here. Long-term liabilities. I want you to take a look at this right here. Stockland loan payable. So my last name is Stockland. And I set this up to remind all of you that if you have loaned your business money, if you've take pers taken personal cash and put it into your business, that needs to show up on the balance sheet as a liability. It's a loan that needs to get paid back to you. And that's really important because you don't want to be just giving cash, taking personal cash and putting it into your business and not having your business pay it back. And maybe your business can't pay it back right now, but there'll come a time when your business is profitable. And before you start paying yourself a salary and taking all these bonuses and doing things that need to be taxed, it's important that you have that loan payment set up so that the business is paying you back for what it owes you. Okay. So I set that up in here so you guys can see that. Um, so a balance sheet is going to have all of your assets, 
It's going to have all of your liabilities. The interesting thing about a balance sheet is it's always going to balance. Okay. So you can see my total assets are 91, 5, 12, 40. My total liabilities and equity, because equity comes down into play in the balance sheet as well, 91, 5, 12, 40. So these are always going to balance. And the balance sheet is really important to take a look at. Okay. I want to go back and show you our last report. This is our cash flow. So let me see if I can pull a good cash flow statement for you. Um, let me go into reports. I don't have this one saved. So let's, there we go. Statement of cash flows. Okay. So here we're going to look at that same period of time that we looked at for a balance sheet. So I went through 2019 through today. All right. So a statement of cash flows tells you what your cash is doing. It tells you the ins and the outs of all the cash in your business, okay? So when you take a look at a cash flow, you can also look at this in any given period of time, and a cash flow is also going to tell you history, okay? So a profit and loss and a cash flow are gonna have you looking in the rear view mirror, they're gonna have you looking back at what your business has been doing. A balance sheet shows you what's going on today. As of today, how much do I own in assets? How much do I owe other people? A profit and loss shows me what I made and what I spent. A cash flow tells me how I made it and how I spent it, where that cash came in and out, okay? So you'll just kind of see um, what a cash flow will kind of show you. So you can see that for this period of time, my net income, which is my profitability, so it's the very last line on a profit and loss statement, that's your net income, was $41,124.79. If I were to have had a loss for that period of time, it would show as a negative number, okay? It would be a net loss instead of a net income. But I was profitable in my test boutique, and so it's showing me my um, profitability right here. Then every number that's negative is gonna show me what I spent. So it looks like, oh, okay, so I bought $1,250 worth of furniture and fixtures. I spent $21,000 and a little change on inventory. Accounts payable was $15,16. My American Express card, $4,000. My credit card, these are the um, positive numbers here, are what I owe to other people. You can go back to here. Investing activities. Well, it looks like I spent $1,500 in cash over on building out my website. Um, a loan came in. This was a positive number. This cash came into me. So it was a $1,000 loan that I personally gave to my business. Um, opening balance equity. That means how much um, equity or how much cash I had in the business or equity I had when I started. That was a positive number. And then it balances itself out. Now, here's something I want to show you and tell you that is really interesting. For those of you who say, I make a lot in sales, like I have a lot coming in, but I never know where that cash is going. Your cash flow statement will tell you. This is really, really important. Okay. So important. Because when you look at a profit and loss statement, it's only going to show you the sales, the cost of the inventory to make those sales, your actual um, OPEX or operating expenses for the month, and your net product profit or loss. Your Profit and loss is not going to show you any balance sheet items. So if you're spending a lot of money on loans, like if you're making a lot of loan payments, if you have a lot of credit card debt that you're paying off, if you make big asset spends, so let's say I bought this furniture and fixture, maybe it was a massive couch for my showroom and it was $2,500 or $1,200. 
because that's not going to go on the profit and loss statement, it's not going to bring down the bottom. So my business might look profitable, but over here I can see, you know, $2,300, $2,400 went out of my business, $2,400, $2,300 in cash went out of my business to pay for furniture and fixtures and all the inventory I purchased. That's not going to show up on my profit and loss. So my PL might tell me, oh, Sierra, you're doing awesome. You made $41,000 in profit last year, but the PL is not going to show me what I paid out in loans or what I paid out in asset purchases. And so when you look at a statement of cash flows, it shows you the cash that came in and then how and when the cash went out. So this will be a really good statement for those of you who are just kind of saying, I don't know where all the cash is going. If you can learn to look at your cash flow every month, um, when you get your profit and loss, you take a look at that, kind of scroll through it. Is there anything in red flags? Do all my sales show up at the top? Does my margin look correct? Are all of the expenses, you know, uh, dictated here? Do they all show up? Yep, that looks good. I move on to my balance sheet. Is this what it looks like in my checking account? Um, are the assets that I own really listed here? Are all of my debts listed here? What does it look like as far as equity and profit and loss for this period of time? Then I move over to my cash flow. Where's my cash coming in? Where's my cash going out? If you can do that in about five or 10 minutes um, every single month, it shouldn't take you very long to run through all of your financials, P&L first, then your balance sheet, then your cash flow. It's going to give you a really deep understanding of what's going on in your business. Okay. All right. Let me see. I saw a couple um, questions come through here. So I want to answer those. Question <clears throat> Do you have it integrated with your Shopify account? Okay. So I see a few of you say yes. Um, my suggestion would be if you're looking for a suggestion, I don't integrate my QuickBooks. I just don't like um, the possibility of double entering or, um, you know, you can link it to like Shopify, you can link QuickBooks to your bank accounts. Um, a lot of people do it. I mean, it's there for a reason. I've never linked it because I just don't want, I want to be in charge of those entries. I want to make sure that they're not getting missed or not getting double entered, but that I'm actually doing it manually, but you absolutely can. That's why it's there. It's there to make your life easier. So if you feel comfortable with it, definitely go for it. Um, let's see other questions. Okay. Vini said, I don't have QuickBooks. Okay. No problem. You can actually do all of these financials manually be. So no worries at all. And for any of you who are like, I don't have a bookkeeper. I don't have an accountant. I don't know QuickBooks. I don't want to know QuickBooks. You can do this all manually in a spreadsheet. So remember that a profit or loss is your sales minus your cost of goods. Those things you can pull from your point of sale system at the end of the month. Your expenses, what you paid out, what kind of expenses you had, you know what those are. You have all your receipts and then it, you just balance it. Sales minus cost of goods minus all my expenses, net profit and loss. You can do that manually in an Excel spreadsheet. Same thing for a balance sheet. You can put in, okay, end of the month, here's what's in my checking accounts. Here's what's in my savings accounts. Here's how much I own in inventory, right? You can pull that from your profit or your point of sale system because you've been entering the cost now. Here's what I own in asset inventory. Here's what my furniture and fixtures that I went out and purchased some big, massive mirror for my showroom. I'm going to enter that in. Here's what I have in debt. Here's what I owe people. You can create that. And you can do the same thing with the cash flow. It'd be a little bit more difficult, but you can definitely, you know, cash that went out, cash that came in. Um, you can create these financials in 
Excel. And if you have to just start with something super small today, just to get started, I would start with your profit and loss. Okay. This is going to be really important because it's going to follow along with the budget that we're working on. What did I budget to make in sales? What did I budget to spend in expenses? What did I budget for a net profit? And then what did I actually do? I'm just going to go into that spreadsheet and right alongside it, I'm going to manu manually record it. If you only start with one thing, I would start with your profit and loss today. Okay. All right, you guys, that's just the tippy top of financial conversation. One of my favorite conversations. And I'll tell you, it's because I struggled for so long understanding what financials were. The balance sheet confused me. I had no idea. I had no idea what it was saying, how I should read it. It was so confusing. And so I love teaching it because I want you to have the confidence to know your business. And you'll know your business if you understand all of your financials. So I'm really passionate about this. And I'm so, so excited to walk through it and teach you guys all about financials. I'm really looking forward to future weeks here in April as we make our way through each one of these financials and dig a little deeper. Um, bring your questions, bring any thoughts that you have, any recommendations you have for other members here in the group. Super excited to dig in with you. Okay. All right. That's what I have for you this week for a whiteboard session. Go and take a lot of notes. See what you've got going on. Um, if you have a bookkeeper and accountant and they're not currently sending you monthly financials, please make sure to reach out and let them know that you want a financial at the end of every month. Okay. All right. We'll see you guys in a little bit. Bye. Hey there, did you happen to listen to my recent conversation with the founder of Faves over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group? If not, then listen up and I'll share the details with you right here. So Faves created this awesome app to help boutique owners just like you organize and optimize buying. The app makes it so easy to remember details like what vendors you purchased from, cost of the inventory, what you're planning to market up, and even when that inventory is about to be delivered. If you've always wanted an assistant buyer, someone that can keep track of all the inventory that you're planning to bring in, then Faves is the app for you. It will protect you from buying similar products and most importantly, it's gonna save you time and money and help you make more profitable buying decisions. So if you wanna learn just a little bit more, head on over to favespro.com. That's F-A-V-E-S pro.com and take a look at this awesome app made specifically for boutique owners just like you. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. Remember, that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.